0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, as always, Bryant the Boom Corrigan, joined by my BFFs, Brendan the Producer Pika, and Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo Dobes. We are going to be recapping Week One, and gosh darn it, we are excited to be here. How about you guys? That was a That's a good week. It's a good intro. We flipped up the order. Yeah, great intro, man. Yeah, oh. I'm so <laughs> yeah. glad. Football's back.
1: I know you guys are excited too. You
0: all know, right. I I'm a little too excited. You know, I in this off season there no just hasn't thing. been as much going on. So I've gotten kind of used to doing other things with my time, like trying to improve as a person, chores, growing. Uh, but nope, no, that's all put on pause. Uh, <laughs> Football's back and I am so happy it is. I did none of that.
1: It's yeah, that just fair point.
0: constantly
1: <laughs> refreshing player name. <league. laughs>
0: For six months, just just refreshing Roto-World.
1: Yeah, that was all I was doing. I was just like, every five minutes, I'm like, I better check again. That's what I'm going to do. Who
0: needs a girlfriend?
1: Yeah, who (laughs) needs a social life?
0: And really, I want to tell our listeners, that's what makes us different. Andrew, (laughs) this is his life. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew and Brendan, they have nobody special in their lives. Oh my god. So that is that's right a compliment for you guys. Right after you
1: call us <laughs> your BB BFX. I can't even Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. Somebody's
0: gotta do the dirty work and we are here to provide that. Week one. Um, you know, I, I don't think there are that many surprises. Well you know, score wise. There's a little bit. Oh, of course, but you know, nothing completely crazy banana town banana pants. Yeah. Uh, we can just jump right into our first segment here. Uh, Andrew, you had the bright idea of having a segment having uh, titled Three Waiver Pickups and mm-hmm. Three Players to Consider Dropping. Uh, we can just jump right into it. Let's do it. For our three waiver pickups, uh, I'll start. The first one I want to mention, and he's, he's pretty rostered. Uh, however, James Robinson, the RB1 for the Jacksonville Jaguars... One. He is owned in 56% of Yahoo leagues this past week. He had 17 touches for 90 total yards. Uh, He's a really solid player. I really like him and his demeanor. And if you read some, some of the updates about him, he's a quiet guy really focused on the game. And I know that doesn't add much to his fantasy value, (laughs) but the team really does like him. He got the workload. He outproduced Chris Thompson, 17 touches. That's great. 90 yards, you know, that's a solid output. You know, it's not necessarily a weak winner, uh, but, you know, week one, that's solid, and this is his backfield. So 56% ownage. Uh, you could have a lead running back in the NFL. I think he is somebody you should make a priority this week.
1: Nice. Uh, I'm going to go with the wide receiver from Indianapolis, Paris Campbell. He's owned in less than 30% of leagues. I think he's worth a guy at least picking up. He got nine targets for six receptions, 71 yards. I will admit, that was a bad game for the Colts, <laughs> right? I Philip Rivers kind of let me down. I hyped him up. But it really seemed like Paris Campbell was the wide receiver that Philip Rivers liked. Uh, the next best receiver was the running back Jonathan Taylor. So it, it Paris Campbell averaging almost 12 yards a catch. He seems like he's really the guy... Uh, for that offense until my guy Pittman comes in the picture, but you know he's a rookie, so we'll give him some time. I think Paris Campbell is going to be really the the main guy for for Indianapolis.
0: Yeah, I like that. That is a solid pick. Uh, and my next pick is Lavisca Chenault, uh, is rookie wide receiver for the Jaguars. I love this guy. Uh, right now, he's twelve percent owned in most leagues. You know, he's somebody I preemptively picked up before before this week, because what I really liked is the reports out of training camp is that the Jaguars were really lining him up in different ways, really trying to manufacture touches for this guy because he is a freak athlete. You know, he played quarterback in college. You know, he's just an athletic marvel. So similar to what I think is a a Tyreek Hill usage, you know, they tried to involve him in the rushing game as well as receiving And, you know, his his end stats didn't blow you out of the water. However, he had two rushes for 10 yards, three catches for 37 yards and a touchdown. I think he has all the raw materials to be a really good player. Uh, And like I said, he's an athletic marvel and he's on a team that's going to need to throw. And I was really impressed. We'll get into it later, but I was really impressed with this offense. So he's somebody I'm really, really focused on and I think can have a very big rookie season.
1: That's a really good player, especially in a dynasty league. So really good pick. And I think it's about 2% of uh, of leagues have him. So that's ridiculous.
0: Uh, 12%, 12% in Yahoo
1: leagues. Missed the one. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Peyton Barber, running back from the Washington football team. I love Gibson. I want to put my faith in him. I think he's the future running back of this team. But right now, it looks like Peyton Barber is, He's the one getting, uh, getting the goal line. He got two touchdowns, 17 carries, 29 yards, not great rushing yards, but he got two TDs and that's what's important. Um, he got almost twice as many carries as Antonio Gibson. I think that that's worth a roster spot, especially because he's only rostered in 1.3% of leagues, which is again, crazy. Um, Unfortunately, it looks like he's going to be the guy for at least the first couple of weeks. So if you're if you need a flex position, he could be a, a decent roster spot for a good matchup.
0: Ugh, and that's gross to think about. It is, but it like is. you said, he's getting the opportunity.
1: <laughs> I really didn't want to say it because I'd like Gibson a lot more. But
0: yeah, well, I mean, everybody liked Ronald Jones last year a lot more. Uh, but mm-hmm. Pete and just kept making it happen. So that's his role. And you don't want to be the the doofus who sits out on it just because it's not an exciting pick. So don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Uh, My final pick is Malcolm Brown. You know, I would say a, okay, not an equivalent. That's that's rude. I was going to say to Peyton Barber. But Malcolm Brown's actually a pretty talented player. Uh, He is the Rams running back, uh, one of the committee of running backs. He is currently 27% owned. He had a really, really great week one. And this is the most important thing. This is a running back by committee. And Malcolm Brown, at least during week one, was the lead running back. 18 rushes and three receptions for 101 total yards and two touchdowns. Somebody's going to produce behind this Rams, uh, I guess, offensive line. Um, people were thinking it's going to be Cam Akers. Um, people were thinking Daryl Henderson. Week one, it was Malcolm Brown. Uh, and I do think they're gonna go with a hot hand approach. Mm-hmm. And Malcolm Brown, you know, he's kind of a T te- he's kind of a coach's pet. You know, he's been kind of hyped up for the past couple of years. He's showing he's can he's a very solid runner. You know, behind Todd Gurley for the last couple of seasons, he's been, you know, a really high-end handcuff. Uh, and he showed for very good reason. Is he similar to Latavius Murray? You know, I think there's some similarities there where when given the opportunity, they produce. So this is a running back back committee. You know, you're not going to feel awesome about starting Malcolm Brown, uh, but after week one, he's getting the opportunity, and this is a team that's looking to feed a running back. Uh, So he'd be my option for a waiver pickup this week. There you go. Mine
1: is just going to be way out of left field, owned in 0.1% of leagues. You ready for this?
0: Okay. uh, Before you say anything. Yeah. Are you being serious? He's owned in point one percent of points. According walks.
1: to ESPN, percent rostered it says point one. Wow, I point one. I have no... Okay, let's hear He's it. He scored ten times as many points as projected this last week. <laughs> that is Dolphins. Well, he was only projected one. Shut so. up! Don't Dolphins say that. running back Miles Gaskin. That's so stupid. Miles Gaskin. He got nine carries, forty yards. Uh, he had the most carries out of the Miami Dolphins running back Jordan Howard. Eight carries for seven yards. If you can if you can do that difficult math, that's less than a yard per carry. That is not good. That is not efficient. That's not what you want. Matt Burrito, five carries, 22 yards. Not great either. <laughs> Miles Gaskin had more carries. He's also involved in the receiving game. He got four receptions for 26 yards. So there's some PPR benefits there. It is really weird saying this. But he's a type of player where I can see they're going to play hot hand if he has a good performance week two against the Bills, which, I don't know, unlikely, but he did well <laughs> against the uh, the Patriots here. They He can be heavily involved in this offense. It's going to be ugly because it's going to be rotating around Jordan Howard and Matt Burita. But if you've owned Jordan Howard in the past, he's one of the most inconsistent running backs you can have, which is very frustrating, and I think gaskin could potentially be the player to take that spot great yeah. i went bold on that last one
0: yeah that's interesting i mean if he does make the most of his opportunity it could very well be this is yeah. a team looking for that so hey,
1: he's a, he's, this is also a second year as well so if you're if you're in a really deep league or dynasty maybe take it yeah. take a risk <laughs> join me
0: oh uh, all right i like it Uh, Next up, we have three players to consider dropping. Uh, And hey, listen, it was week one. It's week one. These are very reactionary. Uh, So we're not saying drop these players. We're just saying consider uh, what's going on to make us say this. Mm -hmm. Uh, My first pick is Jalen Rager, the rookie wide receiver for the Eagles. Uh, Highly touted. People thought he was just going to step in and produce right away. And he he did have a good week. He had one reception uh, for, I believe it was 55 yards. Um, He looked solid. Yeah, Yeah, it was a really good play. On the flip side, Carson Wentz got absolutely obliterated (laughs) by this Washington football team. Um, His O-line is in tatters. Uh, He's not getting enough time to have that deep throw. Uh, And that's really where Rager excels so him and Deshaun Jackson were not able to do all that much uh Jalen Rager you know as a rookie it was always kind of a long shot to see you know could he produce you know he could absolutely come out and be a star this season um however with Goddard with Ertz with this offensive line and once trying to figure stuff out I'd rather take a speculative shot on somebody else uh while the Eagles try to figure themselves out
1: nice that's a good one um, I'm gonna go with quarterback, who uh still has a lot of hype around him. I know last year especially, Baker Mayfield.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: Baker Mayfield. There's some other quarterbacks that aren't as rostered as much. Like, uh I again, I'm not saying drop him, but I'm saying really, uh, I think you think could think drop Baker it.
0: if Baker Mayfield's your QB one. Oh, oh my God! Find somebody. You got to change.
1: You got to change. And if Baker Mayfield's on your bench, I would consider dropping him just because there there is some players like anybody, uh, Daniel Jones. There's players like Gardner Minshew who can have a potentially really good week for that one week where you need them. But this Browns team, I know they're going up against Ravens defense, which is a really good team. But they looked god awful. They were terrible. It looked like classic Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield, hundred eighty nine yards, a touchdown, and an interception. That one touchdown was to the injured tight end David Joku, who's now out for a while now. Um, it's just all around terrible performance. I don't want anything to do with this Browns team. It's Odell Beckham, terrible, terrible game as well. So it just—it's really the team built around him. It just something's not working there. And I don't want a part of it.
0: Yeah, no, I I get it. And I certainly do not disparage that take at all. My next one, it hurts. It was somebody I was really excited about, uh, but it's Gronkowski. Um, You know, watching this Tampa Bay game, you know, Tom Brady, it looks a little rough. Uh, There's a lot of really good reasons for it. Completely new team, new system, weird off season. I get it. However, Gronkowski looked like an old man. Uh, he wasn't that game breaker that we remember. There was a chance he could have returned to that, and that's, you know, I took that risk in a couple leagues. I think that's time for the experiment to end. I don't see Gronkowski coming back to become a, a machine like he used to be. I'm okay cutting the string on Gronkowski and having a speculative ad on somebody else like Gaseki, Fant. There's other options. You can cut the cord on Gronk.
1: There you go. Uh, I'm going to go with running back out of L.A. I'm going with the Chargers running back Justin Jackson. Now I know he was questionable. His injury Who was day to day. Who What? Justin Jackson. I mean, he's owned in 26 of leagues.
0: Oh wow! Way to way to go, it's big crazy. Andrew. I
1: need. I. It Good was Lord. really difficult because it's the first week, so you, it's tough to to really pick a player. Uh, But he was one of those guys, I kind of want to cut him some slack because he was injured a little bit, but he got two carries for four yards, and the reason why I'm saying think about dropping him is because Joshua Kelly stepped up to the plate, was performing really well. 12 carries, 60 yards, and a TD. I think he is trying to prove that he should be the backup over Justin Jackson. Now, there is still value in Jackson. In a handcuff if Eckler and Kelly get injured, but not enough for me for a, a big fantasy value.
0: Yeah, I get it. I do not think that is that bold of a claim, um, no, but you know, I like to not. tease you regardless. It's, it's a hard one.
1: It's, it's going to get easier this segment every week.
0: <laughs> well, I have a experience. bold one for you on the oh. opposite side of the spectrum. Uh, my last pick for players to consider dropping is Carrion Johnson. Uh, based on his performance, it is not that surprising, uh, but he is 71% owned. Uh, here's his production from week one, seven carries for 14 yards. Nice. Uh, I'm not good at math, but I can yeah. tell you those numbers ain't good. Adrian Peterson it's, it's had two. 17 carries. DeAndre Swift had six. If I'm looking at DeAndre Swift and on Johnson, I'll take the upside of Smith. Uh, And they have their stability in Adrian Peterson. So why would you need a carry-on Johnson uh, in your system? You know, for the solid production, the Lions will choose AP. For the big play, they can rely on either carry-on or Swift. And I think they're going to invest in Swift. Mm -hmm. I think they're done with the carry-on experiment. I think carry-on Johnson is somebody I'd be fine cutting the cord on.
1: Yeah, I like that one. I was going to go that one. But I thought it might have been a little too bold. But, you know, props to you.
0: Bryant the Bold, yep. that is what they call me, sure. at least in my head. Uh-huh. Let's hear your final one,
1: Andrew. Uh, 62% owned, Mecole Hardman, Kansas oh. City Chiefs. Now, there Sassy. is upside there because it's one of the best quarterbacks. He's got that speed. But on the depth chart, he's way down there. You have Samuel Watkins that performed better. You have Demarcus Robinson that performed better. Mecole Hardman had one reception for six yards last game. It's bold saying drop them right yep. but it, with those wide receivers ahead of him, i'd rather go with someone that has a better opportunity
0: like chenault
1: like chenault exactly go with someone that has a better opportunity maybe worse talent but we'll see so i'm gonna go Micole hardman um which is unfortunate because i like the guy but it's just i can't with all those wide receivers and a very balanced offense I'm going to go now. I'm going be cool.
0: Yeah, I like it. I think you are on something there, Andrew. Uh, and we're going to do, we're going to step right into our week one recap. We are calling this segment the good, the bad, and the interesting. The first game we're going to break down is going to be the Houston Texans versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, so here's what went well. All of the Chiefs. Yep, <laughs> the Chiefs performed. R. R. Well, okay, he's the was, that was third receiver. Yeah, okay, yeah. thank you. Um, the Chiefs fine-tuned machine. We don't need to talk all that much about the Chiefs. No, you know who you're starting. You know what yeah, you're getting.
1: Clyde proved himself. That was awesome performance out of him. Kelsey got a touchdown. Boom.
0: Right. Uh, another thing I think worth pointing out is the return of David Johnson. Uh, David Johnson, oh. you know, people were drafting... Ooh round four round five
1: yeah right around Le'Veon Bell
0: yeah right around Le'Veon Bell Bell, people just weren't sure what they were going to get Uh, and even in a game you know where the Texans were playing catch-up you know uh, they really made an effort to feed David Johnson and he looked great he had a great touchdown run Uh, he was able to make cuts he looked great he's somebody that I think if you drafted at where his value was you got to steal you know he's a beast um Stats aside, he just, he, the yeah, way he passed he ran. the eye test. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So good for him.
0: Yeah. The last couple of years, he just has really looked, you know, like he lost a step, but he appears yeah. to be fully healthy and playing really well. Uh, and Carlos Hyde, he was good last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Carlos Hyde sucks at football. So with David Johnson behind this Texans O line and in this Texans system, I think he's going to be a legitimate play. He still um, received
1: the ball as well. 32 yards it worked out third best receiver so
0: yeah all facets of the game uh i liked him quite a bit uh anybody else you think worth uh, will fuller will fuller great production yeah highly highly targeted um you know i'm curious to see if how much brandon cooks comes into play once he heals up
1: yeah yeah he was he was definitely dealing with an injury only got two receptions for 20 yards Um, but that's going to be Something to keep an eye on, but Will Fuller to me looks like the outstanding number one, um, which is good for Fuller owners as long as he stays healthy. Um, the only other interesting thing I would say is tight end two, Jordan Atkins getting the touchdown over Darren Fells. I think that is something that you shouldn't freak out about. Also, why you, why do you have Darren Fells on your team if you own him? <laughs> um, but that's something to keep an eye on as well. I don't know what tight ends going to be more involved.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be an outlier, uh, and something that that's bad that we should worth uh, that I think oh, is yeah. worth mentioning uh, is with the, the Texans. You know, they were pretty solidly behind the Chiefs uh, pretty much the entire, the entire game. Yeah, the entire and they had time. a really conservative game plan. You know, they they seemed to play scared. They didn't really let Deshaun Watson do his thing and make mm-hmm. big plays. So as a David Johnson owner, I was okay with it. It <laughs> could have been worse. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I. It's, I'm curious what this Texans team's identity is going to be. It's much more good. run focused when they were really down. So, agree. you know, yeah. I do hope they'll let Watson be himself.
1: They really need to, because I, I was going to say it's never good when Trubisky has got more fancy <laughs> points than you
0: did. So, oh man. Yeah. We can certainly get into that later. That's,
1: that's how you know if, if your quarterback had a good day or not. So,
0: Yeah, man, very accurate. Uh, Next up, we have the New York Jets taking on the Buffalo Bills. Starting with the Jets, uh, there's a whole lot of bad. Le'Veon Bell did not perform well, he got hurt. Frank Gore had touches. Josh Josh Adams scored a touchdown. That's bad. This team is a mess. The only bright spot that I see uh, is Jamison Crowder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a really good week one, scored a long touchdown, which was almost all of his fantasy football value. Sam Darnold looks lost. Uh, this is a team I do not want any part of uh, other than maybe Jamison Crowder, and that would yeah. be as a flex at best.
1: I Crowder, to me, is a very solid flex option just because he's really the only guy that Darnold can go to. So love yeah. Crowder. Great yeah. Great performance. Out OK, there. I
0: wouldn't say love. Oh, Holy I do. Cow. I oh, do because I took a
1: I took a risk on him. I knew he was going to be a solid that flex. So does not mean I Seven love receptions, him. 115 yards, touchdown. Love it.
0: Yeah. Solid performance. As far as an option, <laughs> I feel a little differently. Yeah. Um, You know, let's let's take a look over at the Buffalo Bills. Very good performance. Josh Allen is a superstar Stephon Diggs, solid performance. First game with them. John Brown looked phenomenal, scored a long touchdown on a somewhat of a screen pass. Um, You know, the the thing that worries me about uh, this Bills team is the running back, I guess, workload distribution. They really were uh, Singletary and Zach Moss were pretty similar in touches. Moss was involved on the goal line. How do you feel about these these two options?
1: It's one of those where they're just eating up each other's shares to the point where I'm really fading on both of them. Cause like you said, Zach Moss got most of the goal line, uh, touches, but he still didn't perform well enough for, for him to have any value. They both got nine carries. Singletary got 30 yards. Zach Moss got 11. That's against the New York jets. That's <laughs> not good. I mean, the jets do have a, a actually pretty decent, uh, run defense, but, I was really hoping this game would would show really who the better running back is. And the answer was nobody. No one stepped up to the plate. So,
0: Hmm. well, I'm going to disagree with you there. I do think Singletary did show himself as the way better playmaker, the
1: better one. But on the goal line, that was my issue. Yeah, because it was all (sighs) Zach Moss.
0: Yeah, I see what you're coming from. And Zach Moss didn't play all that well. So I I think if Singletary is given that opportunity, he'll be better. Um, Moving forward, you know, I do still have Singletary as a low RB2. Zach Moss, though, was getting the opportunity. So he's absolutely something to keep an eye on. And I think worth considering as a bench spot in case of injury or if he does break out as the goal line back, that there's going to be value there.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Um, Bills were better than I expected. Uh, Josh Allen did take a step forward. Uh, didn't really see that coming. Yeah. I guess that, that much, you know, I, he, he took a step forward, so I have to eat some crow on that. Uh, and another interesting part is the jets are just so, so bad. I, I thought they were going to be mediocre, just a little bit bad, but yeah. they were a dumpster fire. So <laughs> it's only Crowder. If I have um, any cool. Jets, I am doing a fire sale. Crowder. That's <laughs> Even my, Crowder. My, my if my I can get no. anything for Crowder, I'll I do not right. want any of the Jets' business he's, this season. He's the only valuable thing. The only thing I would say,
1: um, there was one play where where Dawson Knox, it really should have been a touchdown for Knox, just Josh Allen had a terrible throw. So Knox is someone <laughs> to keep an eye on. Because um, he should have got a touchdown there in my head, but... And, and that would add uh, some high
0: value. But for now, yeah, no, no ignore no. Dawson Knox. I, I think yet. there's there's other options out there. Uh, next up, we have the best game of the week. The Green Bay uh, Packers dismantle the Vikings. OK, let's. Oh, it was just it was really bad. Made old man Rogers look spry. Uh, here's the good. Demonte yeah. Adams. I think has a legitimate case, especially after week one to be the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. Yep. What did you say? 17
1: targets. He had 17 targets, 14 receptions, 156 yards, two TDs. He was tearing it up. Just like what we said, he's just going to wreak havoc on this, on this very new secondary, this young secondary. So,
0: yeah, Aaron Jones was still heavily involved. Got um, he got a touchdown. So, you know, he can probably do this again here. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I was really worried this Packers offense was going to struggle. Uh, but, you know, Rodgers shows he still has it. Uh, I'm not interested in a wide receiver two for this team yet. Uh, no. no MBS, uh, no Lazard. They need to prove it to me a little bit more uh, with the Vikings. Um, Dalvin right. Cook. Let's go. Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. Yeah. Both that great. Those are both
1: it. <laughs> that, was, um, that was really it. I mean, if you had Adam Thielen, a great performance. Six receptions, 110 yards, two TDs. Oh, he's
0: going to be wide receiver one this season. Oh, I have it's, no doubt. It's,
1: it's great, as long as he stays healthy, but man, was that a poor performance from the Vikings.
0: Yeah, oh, it, it really was, and garbage. something that uh, I think would go under the interesting category is I think the Vikings might be one of the best matchups for opposing fantasy football options. (laughs) Like if I see somebody going up against the Vikings, I am licking my chops Mm -hmm. and starting them. Uh, You Mm -hmm. know, I think they're going to be the new dolphins. Little,
1: little spoiler (laughs) here. Uh, Colts are going up against the Vikings next week. So I really like Philip Rivers chance. (laughs) Fire up your Colts. It's a, it's a very unproven secondary. The run game (laughs) was, you know. Well, they're
0: proven, just proven bad.
1: Well, no, their their <laughs> average age is like 22. So there's a ton of rookies in there. Um so yeah, if you got any receivers going up against the Vikings, that's a very very good matchup. So
0: Yeah, I dig it uh the Philadelphia Eagles taking on Washington uh probably the biggest surprise of this weekend uh, was the Eagles losing <laughs> to yeah, Washington. That was weird. Yeah, as far as the good. Okay, moving on to the bad. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh man. Wow, how uh, could you do that? Yeah, that was mean. Uh there was a lot of bad uh, in this game, truthfully. You know, and it pains me. This Eagles team, we're used to seeing mm-hmm. them be really really good. This was not one of those weeks. Boston Scott got hurt. Miles Sanders was out. Carson Wentz could not get any help. There is the offensive, offensive line. line. Oh. It wasn't even there. Um, and I, I do think Washington has a really good D line. You know that yeah. is something that you know they really have put together. And head coach Ron Rivera is solid. He's a defensive coordinator. He mm-hmm. knows how to make it work. Um, it makes me worried for Wentz moving forward. He made it. He made it happen with Ertz. He made it happen with Goddard. However, you know, do I think he's a elite fantasy football quarterback? No, I think he's still a back end QB one. But this certainly concerns me. You know, that really limits his ability to make plays uh, if he's getting destroyed like he did this past week.
1: Yeah, I I think like you said, they they really missed Miles Sanders on the field to, to add that balance to the offense. Even though I don't know how well he would perform with this. Per offensive line performance because that was yeah that was terrible like yeah. the only good thing that happened is dallas goddard which i think we're probably saving more towards the interesting over good which i think i guess do we want to get into that now or should we wait
0: heck yeah let's jump right into get it into um it. yeah you know the same thing as we had last year these options weren't really there with receiver so he features the tight ends you know he didn't have the time to let plays develop for Jalen Rager uh, or for Deshaun Jackson, so he had to keep checking down. That's great for tight ends. That's great for Ertz. Mm-hmm. That is great for Goddard. Would I start Goddard with confidence? No, uh, but in a you know in a difficult spot, he could certainly do a lot yeah. worse. He's going to keep getting the opportunity. This,
1: this is his upside, and I, I will say there's a tiny little rumor going around. I <laughs> doubt it's going to happen, but after Blake Jarwin... Tearing his ACL, there's a tiny rumor that the Dallas Cowboys plan on trading for Zach Ertz. again, <sighs> I just saw that rumor.
0: Where? sources? A little
1: bit ago. I don't remember. I lost yeah. the source I didn't save the Bull page. Crap. I again, 99% <laughs> chance it's not gonna happen.
0: That'd be exciting, though. I would like to see that happen. That'd that would be, pretty be sweet.
1: We've seen so this is Goddard's upside. Eight receptions, 101 yards, one T D. That's a that's a number two second best tight end this week. That's great. So I'm definitely rising on Goddard. I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's solid. Uh, Over to Washington. Uh, I was surprised by how inefficient Gibson was. Uh, People were very excited for him. You know, we saw a glimmer of what he could be. So, you know, I'm not saying throw in the towel. I think you do definitely have a developmental piece there. uh, Somebody that does need to prove themselves before you can start them Mm -hmm. uh, with any confidence. Uh, scary, Terry, you know, had a, had a down week. I don't think that affects his value. You know, I think they're still trying to figure themselves out. Um, you know, anything I will say this Washington team is better than I expected. Um, so between the Eagles being worse than I expected and Washington being better, I do think the Washington's on the upswing. I'm not concerned about scary, Terry, um, Gibson, like I said, is someone I'm keeping an eye on. Um, obviously, please make sure he's he's rostered. He should be. If he's oh, not, yeah. you need to 100%. get a different league. Um, but yeah, I'm not <laughs> starting him with confidence anytime soon.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, like I said earlier about Peyton Barber, he's getting most of the carries. Um, yeah, that's just well said.
0: All right. Well, cool. That was easy enough. Uh, next up, we have the Cleveland Browns who face the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Browns were slaughtered. Uh, the Ravens just absolutely demolished the Cleveland. It, it kind
1: of looked like the Ravens half the time weren't putting in a full effort. That's how <sighs> it, it maybe it was just because it looked so easy. Yeah, it was sad, but it, it really it was really not fun to watch from Brown's perspective.
0: Yeah, no, it, it was just sad. Um, I, I don't know how else to say it. Uh, so with the Browns, not a whole lot of actually, I don't think there's any no, good. There's don't no good. I think I could. There's there's.
1: <laughs> zero good involved in
0: this yeah. performance no uh, the bad is everything baker was bad uh, he looked lost david njoku scored but now he's out for the season uh maybe not out for the season i think he was sent to ir i believe yeah he, um, he's out
1: for quite a while i don't think there's a specific time
0: yeah austin hooper hit. did not show up odell beckham jr jarvis landry did not show up game, um granted out. It was a really tough matchup against the Ravens. Um, But this is not the Browns team people thought they were getting. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, you know, it looks like more of the same. Uh, There will be value. I still really like Nick Chubb, but this was not a inspired first game of the season. It made me nervous though for for Nick Chubb. Yeah, Yeah.
1: absolutely. Like you're about to say, the the split of carries, Kareem Hunt had more carries for more yards than Nick Chubb. That's a little concerning if you spent a first round draft pick on Nick Chubb.
0: Yeah, and and honestly, talent-wise, I think Chubb is one of the most talented runners in the NFL. You know, he might be a top-five running back, but unfortunately, splitting with Kareem Hunt, it's not going to feel good, especially with the Sucky Browns team. Yeah, Uh, Over to the Ravens. You know, it looks great. Um, The good, Marquise Brown. You know, he is is as involved as we were hoping. He's taking that step forward. If you have him, congratulations. You got a bargain. And I think he's going to be a top 20 receiver this season. Uh, The bad. Uh, I'll mix the good and the bad. This is mixed. Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins. Um, I was recommending (laughs) to start uh, Mark Ingram and wait until J.K. Dobbins uh, Dobbins makes a statement. Looks like he made the statement. So (laughs) two touchdowns. Um, You know, he was the goal line back. You know, it, it, it was a split. Uh, And their offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, has said, you know, it's going to be a hot hand approach. Unfortunately, this wasn't Mark Ingram's week. JK Dobbins, it was. So moving forward, I feel pretty gross about it. But unfortunately, I think I would start JK Dobbins ahead of Mark Ingram, especially if it's the goal line work. This team will be in the red zone quite a bit. uh, And if Mark Ingram isn't getting those opportunities, those are high value opportunities, and mm-hmm. I think they're just going to keep feeding the rookie.
1: Exactly. Go go for who gets the most touchdowns. That's what's going to win you the week. So, yeah, that's seven. why
0: you get paid the big bucks. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> great analysis right there. But yeah. you are the
0: highest. You're tied for the highest paid member of our podcast. So <laughs>
1: I'm tied. To, yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm. It's a three way tie. Oh
0: man. Um, yeah. Anything else interesting, good, bad for either of these teams?
1: Uh, I would say the only good thing about Ravens, Mark Andrews still doing it. That's yep. it,
0: still doing it, still uh, and doing his
1: thing. We didn't don't need to talk about him because he's still doing it.
0: And I'll put under the interesting category. Uh, I was hoping this Browns team would look better with their new head coach. Um, not looking like no. it. It's, Obviously, it's, it's week one, so a lot can change. Right? Yeah. Uh, but it was must be something in the water.
1: I don't know what is in the water in Cleveland. But it's terrible. <laughs> it is not good. It's terrible. <laughs> I and mean, Kevin Stefanski was like, honestly, I was like, would oh, my oh, my gosh. Why would you take Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I was like, this is a great, great signing for the Cleveland Browns. Like, he's a he's a really good coach. I think that he he's just a really good offensive coach. And he has not shown it here.
0: So, what would they have to give you to be a head coach for the Cleveland Browns? I should, think that I just. Mean, murders I'll take your it. Career. I don't
1: know. It's free, it's money. You know how much, you <laughs> I know get one year's salary. <laughs> yeah, I just need to get paid. Pay me in advance. I'll be oh, fine. Oh, man. You yeah. don't, you know, you'd live outside of Cleveland and uh, <laughs> take the drive in. Nothing against Cleveland. Shout <laughs> well, out to all, I mean, all yeah. the Cleveland
0: listeners. Yeah. yeah, all eight of you. Yeah. Um, they're still drunk from the weekend because they are trying to find <laughs> Boy, ways to cope. It
1: bad game for them it's like a bad, bad season oh and
0: 16 maybe no Can we i it? i don't think so I, there's too much talent on this team yeah. Owen 16 well it won't be pretty know. but it'll it won't be zeros i think
1: uh, they're they're one of the teams that has the highest chance as of right now there you go
0: uh this next matchup was my personal favorite of the week just because of all that happened it was mm-hmm. madness lots of hashtag minch madness uh the colts nice. lost to the jacksonville jaguars Wow, Um, that's awesome game. I was a huge fan. Um, This is a good Colts team. Uh, Rivers, you know, he's not the okay. (laughs) I guess he was never a dominant quarterback. Um, He wasn't the upper echelon quarterback we're used to seeing, but definitely a step up from Brissett. You know, he you can really tell how much he loves the tight ends. You can see how much he loves his running backs. Um, Naeem Hines was an absolute superstar. Jonathan Taylor heavily involved in the passing Mm -hmm. game. And Marlon Mack is out for the season with the torn Achilles. So Jonathan Taylor, I think, moves right into must-start territory. Naeem Hines, you know, I think does take a step back. Yeah, he's a flex. Jonathan Taylor, strong RB2 for the time being. Absolutely. Um, And they announced today, Frank Reich announced that Jonathan Taylor's the starter. So it looks like they're already making that step. Only took one week, uh, and that's exciting. You know, I think that's a good move for this Colts team. Um, As far as wide-receiving options, Paris Campbell looked great. Pittman needs some more time to develop. Uh, T.Y. Hilton had a horrible, okay, horrible strong. Uh, had a pretty bad week. Say disappointing. Good way of putting it. For what's expected of them. Yes. Uh, moving forward, I do think this will be a more run-focused team, mm-hmm. uh, especially reception-wise. I think if you have Hines or Taylor, you're going to be happy by the end of the season. Uh, but over to the Jacksonville side of the ball. Here we go. Best case scenario, bad defense mixed with quarterback who likes to sling it. I was really, I was excited uh, and impressed with what I saw. Uh, I'll start with their running back. You know, they've had a pretty rough go of it. They've had injuries. They've lost Fournette, And they're just trying to find somebody they can believe in. And I think it's James Robinson. You know, he proved, like I said at the opening segment, he was heavily involved, honestly. 17 touches. I mean, that's that's going to be in the upper echelon of running back involvement uh, this season. 90 yards, that's nothing sexy, but man, for a flex, and for somebody you probably got for free. Um, Andrew, you made the boneheaded move of thinking Devontae Freeman was going to get the starting Yeah, job. that was great. You yeah, and uh, 10 for him. And, yep, he uh, yeah, paid quite a bit up. of fab, uh, mm-hmm. but yours truly decided to get James Robinson uh, for quite a bit less than that. Yeah. I am feeling pretty good about it. So I as long as he's healthy, mistakes. you know, he's got a lot to prove. This team really likes him uh, and they're going to give him every opportunity to succeed. Yeah. So he is
1: involved in the receiving game as well. Uh, he did. He only had one reception for 28 yards, but that's a very good reception. So, and over. <laughs> I mean, cause, cause we were talking about Chris Thompson being more involved. Chris Thompson, two receptions, six yards. So it really looked like Robinson was, was the all around better player there.
0: Yeah, no, I absolutely see where you're coming from. Um, yeah, I really like Robinson. I think he's going to, by the end of the season, as long as he stays healthy, there's going to be fantasy value in this, in this offense. The Jaguars are gross. They're a really bad real life team, but there's going to be some fantasy goodness yep. here. A lot of Robinson. I think it might be, it might, he might finish the season as a waiver wire hero, um, dj chark got it done scored a touchdown oh, yeah. um yeah all you need That's <laughs> yep. all you can hope for mm-hmm. uh, Minshew looked competent and in command uh as you really could have only hoped um like we mentioned earlier chenault is a he's a rookie they manufactured touches for him similar to tyreek hill where they you know let's try running him yeah uh, let's let's have him involved in different ways uh, I wouldn't be starting Chenault with any confidence, um, but please, please make sure you have him on your team. Absolutely. They seem to they seem to know they have. You know, this is a electric athlete, and it looks like they're going to do what they can to get him the ball any way they can. And really, any time a team is making those opportunities for a player, that's involvement, and opportunity leads to production. So he's somebody I'm going to be sitting on and feeling pretty good about moving forward. Absolutely.
1: Um, I will say one interesting thing, if you go back to the Colts, uh, Philip Rivers didn't have the best game because he threw two interceptions, but he did throw for the third most passing yards, which still puts yeah, up some value. So they didn't punt; was, they did not punt. He put up 363 passing yards and only lost. threw one TD. <laughs> but at that I he's slinging the ball, and that's what I like to see out of a out of a basically free agent quarterback. Cause yeah, I, I don't know he's he's in. 18% of rosters on ESPN. So
0: yeah, no, I think Good overall Very point. underrated. I dig it uh, over to the Oakland Raiders and Carolina Panthers. It was the battle of the running backs, uh, starting with the Love Raiders. Um, I'm not going to waste too much time. Josh Jacobs is a elite running back this season. Um, I think the only other thing mentioning uh, is Henry Ruggs. Uh, rookie, receiver. He was somebody I was really excited to see what they could accomplish this season. Um, and he was heavily involved. Yeah, uh, he was looking yeah. really good. Unfortunately, did get hurt. Uh, but it looked like he was on his on his way to having a featured role in this offense. Yeah. And he did uh, so play the work- game
1: questionable as well. He, he was yes. questionable for that game.
0: Yep, yeah, leading into it as well. So um, but he looks he looks what he was advertised to be. Uh, If he's available, you know, I recommend picking him up. Uh, He should be the wide receiver one on this team. And and I think he proved it in the short amount of time he was on the field. He showed that ability. Um, So once he's healthy, you know, once again, that opportunity, (laughs) that talent and opportunity leads to production. He's somebody that'd be happy uh, having on my bench while I see how they end up using him. Yeah, absolutely. Well said, Um, you know, anything else on the Raiders side of the ball you want to mention?
1: Not really. Not really. Waller cool. got a touchdown. Good. He didn't get a touchdown. Unfortunate. Nothing yeah. to freak out about.
0: I agree. Over to the Panthers side of the ball. It is still the McCaffrey's. Teddy Bridgewater is what we thought he was. Robbie Anderson has a nice day. Mm-hmm. DJ Moore disappointed. Anything else worth talking about?
1: No. No. Robbie Anderson just, you know, can consider him. It's a boomer yeah. buff player. He's he's gonna be a roller coaster.
0: So I still have in faith mind. in DJ Moore. I think Me he's too. still an excellent receiver, and that's where I'd be. I'd be trying to buy DJ Moore <laughs> if people are trying to get ooh. rid of him. If uh, people are
1: getting... Oh, man. I can only imagine getting yeah. DJ Moore. Oof.
0: That'd be nice. Uh, yeah, no, that was, <laughs> that was Easy pretty peasy. straightforward.
1: Easy peasy. Great run game.
0: Uh, the Chicago Bears facing the Detroit Lions. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, welcome back to being a QB one a year too late. What is that? You son of a gun! I just want to point out, last yeah. season my prediction of him being a, a top quarterback, I wasn't wrong. I was just early.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, all right. It's like the point of the quarterback that I that I picked was Dak Prescott.
0: Oh, oh man, um, I was yeah.
1: early. <laughs> <laughs> one weekend one weekend oh man uh yeah
0: trubisky was awful for three quarters uh and then finally he was really really good oh, uh, for one quarter and made it happen um sucks if you're a detroit lions fan but uh,
1: you've dealt with that before come on
0: yeah that's nothing new yeah. uh, i'm still really concerned about this <laughs> bears offense uh montgomery you know, he didn't get the production you're hoping for, uh, but I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, he was injured. Um, he's questionable for yep. that
1: game as well. So, let yeah. you know, hopefully a healthy Montgomery perform a little bit better. But Yeah, he's
0: somebody that I'd be trying to buy on the down low. Um, I just don't think people... If you didn't watch the game, I don't think you'd be all that happy with him and you'd be trying to oh, move no. on from him anyway. Mm. Uh, he's somebody I'd be interested in buying in on. Um, so that's that's my two cents on him. Um, you know, Alan Robinson you're starting. You're just going to have to eat it. (laughs) Uh, and Anthony Miller, you know, he is a fantasy football darling. He has all the raw talent, just the unfortunate burden of being paired with Trubisky. Uh, but he came through this week. He scored a really nice touchdown. Trubisky had his one in 50 really nice throws. Uh, and it was, it was a great touchdown. Miller stepped up. He's a talented receiver. But unfortunately, I think he's pretty volatile in this offense. You know, we saw Trubitsky suck for almost an entire football game. Uh, and really, if if Miller wouldn't have scored the touchdown, it would have been gross. Yeah,
1: that would have been terrible, terrible performance. But that was it was a weird game, but good. Good for fantasy.
0: Yeah. Um, do you think Trubitsky can? I'm not going to say keep putting up QB1 numbers, but do you think he can? And fantasy value? do you think he can provide enough value to the other options on the offense?
1: Uh I, I really, it's just Alan Robinson right now. I mean, Anthony Miller definitely should be on a roster, but I'm not going to be putting him in my lineup anytime soon because of Trubisky. So I don't have a lot of faith in him. It was against the lions. So, you know, that they don't have a great defense. So,
0: this is one so, of the better weeks didn't really answer my question.
1: <laughs> it, it Explain to me like I'm five. Put it in a, put it in a better phrase, it a little better.
0: Okay, way to put saying, that on me. Are you saying uh, what I pick him? No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Do you think that Mitch Trubisky is going to play quarterback well enough to provide value to these options, as in David Montgomery, okay. Anthony Miller, Allen Robinson?
1: I would say consistently only Allen Robinson Okay, David Montgomery. There gotcha. there will be a couple of weeks where Miller will have a, a solid performance, but not not in a consistent basis.
0: Yeah, no, this Trubitsky performance was icky. Uh, yes, he got it done. Um, can he do it again? Absolutely. You know, he has. There's a reason he was drafted so high. Um, I wouldn't bet anything on it, <laughs> but it certainly could. So if you get a couple more games of Trubitsky performing, I think Anthony Miller becomes a really compelling player. Yeah. Um, but you know, roster him. Uh I was in a spot where I had to start Anthony Miller last week and ended up looking way smarter than I actually am. Um, but yeah, he's a bench player until mm-hmm. you see Trubisky take a step forward. Um, you know, I'm trying to think here. Over to the Lions side of the ball, heartbreaking loss for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kenny Galladay didn't play. That's a huge loss. Marvin Jones didn't step up in a way people were hoping he would. TJ Hawkinson scored a touchdown, solid tight end performance. I think the big news story uh, was the running back situation. Adrian Peterson, 17 carries. Carrion Johnson disappointed in a major way. DeAndre Swift looked solid, uh, but dropped the game-winning touchdown.
1: Oh, dude, if you had Swift on your team, oh, man. Imagine if he caught that. That's oh, he'd be Step a hero
0: as a rookie. First game.
1: Touchdown. Oh, he'd be a hero. He would just he would go down in the history books <clears> as a legend for Detroit.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and this is kind of a gross running situation. Uh, I'm I'm done with carry on. Yeah, Adrian yeah. Peterson, I think, is a it's solid flex. Yeah, you know, he, <laughs> it's 17 weird to carries. say. That's that's nothing to shake a stick he at. He
1: almost had 100 yards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He almost he just, had
1: 100 rushing
0: yards. He gets it done. Um, Andrew, what? how do you oh. feel about DeAndre Swift on his own? Uh, would you start him? Are you waiting to see? Do you think he's arrived?
1: Um, it's it's a risky play, but I, I think I would start him. He is getting the goal wow. line. He got the he got the one rushing touchdown, um, and we see that he at least was supposed to be involved in the passing game until he dropped the pass. I think if, as long as they don't lose faith in him, he should be good. Again, it's really risky very low end flex, uh, I would say it it would be based on matchup, but if you if you want a yes or no, i I would play riskier with yes. okay,
0: and I would go the opposite way of saying no that's a, that's a good safe bet <laughs> um yeah, interesting, interesting. I do think the Lions will take a step forward once Galladay's back, I think Galladay will return to a, a really solid uh, wide receiver one. Uh, And Marvin Jones, I think, will thrive because of that as well. Uh, Next up, we have the Seattle Seahawks, who face the Atlanta Falcons. Um, It was a great game. You know, I think the best part of it was Russell Wilson being allowed to Russell Wilson. Oh, it's great. Yeah, he had a huge, huge day. He crushed it. Um, You know, they trusted him. He had 35 passes. This is no longer a run-first offense. They let Russell Wilson do his thing, and that led to a solid fantasy day for pretty much everybody. Yep. Um, top top
1: uh, quarterback this week, Russell Yeah,
0: yeah and well-deserved. I don't think there's really any question marks. Chris Carson, great. Mm-hmm. Um, touchdown. You know, people touchdown. keep underrating him, and as long as he's healthy, he's going to be a solid, solid producer.
1: Absolutely. Both uh, wide receivers did well
0: yep and it's gonna be a toss-up to see who gets the touchdown uh week by week mm-hmm. uh to the Falcons side of the ball julio jones still a superstar still at the top of his game calvin ridley shows up in a major major way uh he got the touchdown um you know that's two just, of them. Yeah. two of them yeah <laughs> he showed up uh I apologize for being distracted i am losing in fantasy football because of juju smith schuster <laughs> scoring a touchdown uh, it's a good, it it good touch my
1: heart but, uh can we just talk about the fact that the falcons had three receivers that got over 100 receiving yards
0: yeah yeah gauge Ridley gauge and jones good for yeah. you yeah <laughs> you did it Good for him. um yeah matt ryan's a yardage monster um I don't think there's any major takeaways. Uh, you're starting Julio. You're no. starting Ridley. Engage, yeah. I think, is a desperation flex.
1: Very desperation. Yeah. It's, you don't know what to expect from them in the next couple of weeks. I wouldn't take the risk. But yeah, like you said, desperation if you need them. The only other topic of conversation would be on Todd Gurley.
0: Well, and I would say and Hayden Hurst. And Hayden <laughs> so, Hurst. You're uh, right. I'll give you're you, right. you the Hayden Hurst. Uh, he's the worst. Um, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um you know i'm moving on i would go for Gesicki, i'd go for fant uh, i don't think Hurst is going to return all that much value yeah, now uh
1: re- receivers going over 100 yards
0: right i just oh, don't think crap. there's gonna be as much of an opportunity there Absolutely. um andrew break down todd gurley for me
1: yeah so todd gurley 14 carries obviously the majority 56 yards and a touchdown from the position you drafted him drafted him in you should be okay with that performance You should be happy with that performance he got the touchdown he was the main guy um it definitely was a shootout so he didn't he wasn't as involved as you would want him to be but solid performance i'd say
0: yeah yeah i am with you there uh and once again this the sky's the limit this is a really good offense uh and you know if this is the todd Gurley we're gonna get all season uh most happy people man. gotta steal uh, here's a question for you, Andrew, Todd Gurley okay. or David Johnson, David Johnson. He wow, just looked
1: a little I... bit better for me. Dang.
0: All right. He, he looked, he that looked was a little bit better for answer. Me. expected it all was, right.
1: it was fast, but I already predicted you would ask that question because they're, they were drafted around the same, kind of on the head. same level trying <laughs> to prove himself. It's close, but I, I'd, I'd like David Johnson just slightly better.
0: I dig it. Next up, we have the Miami Dolphins who fell to the New England Patriots. Uh, Let's start with the Patriots. Cam Newton, welcome back to fantasy football. Uh, This is somebody I was really excited about and pretty high on. Um, I started him in one of my leagues because I I just believe Um, he got it done. He rushed 15 times. (laughs) He had 15 designed quarterback runs, and he got it done. Put up 25 fantasy football points. He got the yardage, two rushing touchdowns guy's a beast you know i I, he's lamar jackson light i think he can continue to get this done bill belichick he's no dummy he's gonna get his players away to play football the way that makes the most sense yeah you know he's not gonna try to put a square peg through a round hole cam newton's gonna run a lot as long as he stays healthy i think he's a top 10 quarterback
1: it's just weird it's weird to say because he didn't throw for that much 155 yards no throwing touchdowns but He's going to get you the points, two rushing TDs, that was very good. Lead yeah, rusher on the team.
0: Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, um, as good as Cam was and what he represents to this team, uh not as good for his receiving options. Um Edelman kind of a so-so time and I don't really think that's going to be all that much better. Cam Newton's not necessarily known for his throwing prowess uh in running game. Uh Sony Michelle ended up having a solid day because of the touchdown. I'm not starting Sony Michelle with confidence. Julian Edelman I have yeah. as a flex, just you know, until we're proven otherwise, but yeah. I think it's Cam Newton's the only person I'm going to start with any kind of confidence.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Uh, with the Dolphins' side of the ball, it was it was just a gross outing all the way around. Um, Devontae Parker hurt. Preston Williams did not do well. <laughs> <You> know, <and laughs> um, I'm w- not going
1: to blame that completely on Preston Williams because right. Brian Fitzpatrick. Definitely did not have a good day. One ninety-one yards, three interceptions, no TDs. Yuck.
0: Yes, I am excited for the Dolphins moving forward. Uh, they have another tough matchup this week, um, but after that, uh, Preston Williams is somebody I'm really looking forward to. Um, if you can, ben, if you can roster him, please do. With Devontae Parker being a pretty big question mark, both with ability and health, it could be a huge opportunity for Williams. Uh, He could be a a league winner in my, in my opinion, you know, we saw what Devontae Parker was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And Preston Williams, before he got hurt, he was the wide receiver one on this team. Uh, Parker didn't take off until after Williams was hurt. So, you know, you could get Devontae Parker season two, but in the form of Preston Williams Uh, running game is messy. Andrew, you broke down how you feel about the running backs.
1: Yeah. It's definitely don't start any of them. But yeah, there's potential for for Gaskin just because he like you said play hot they're playing hot hand or I guess I said that. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: I still like Howard quite a bit. To you to agree with me. But yes, I still like Howard more, he, um but I certainly see zone. your point.
1: He's he's the the goal line guy they gave it to Howard. He got the one rushing TD, but Gaskin's getting more of the opportunities, so. We'll see later on in the future.
0: Yeah, a disappointing week uh with Gaseki. Um However, you know, it's the Patriots defense. Yeah. I'm yeah. not taking that all too harshly, uh, especially with Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, kind of uh, oh, man. Uh, pooping, pooping the bed.
1: When they put in Tua, it's going to
0: be a whole yeah. new team. <laughs> It'll be an interesting move, that is for sure. Uh, next up, we have the LA Chargers taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Welcome to the NFL, Joe Burrow. I'm trying to think of fantasy outlooks here. Joe Mixon disappointing output yeah. joe burrow uh, he does enough to show he's gonna be a starting quarterback mm-hmm. i didn't Here's walk away totally impressed could no. have had another touchdown um but didn't in,
1: in an interview he gave himself a d on that performance that's probably probably what i would give him that a little bit higher just because that rushing touchdown from a fancy perspective but a solid D plus on that there's <laughs> potential but not the best it, performance by him there's a lot of a lot of interesting d- decisions, a lot of bad plays.
0: Um, I, You know, I he didn't do terrible, and no. I think that is the best building block you could hope for. I'm excited for A.J. Green. He's back. He looks healthy, he look and he good. is the clear wide receiver one. Uh, Andrew Tyler Boyd, uh, John Ross, any other receiving options on the Bengals you're interested in?
1: Uh, Boyd is a roster spot, but not starting. And Sweet. John Ross, no. Okay, easy, plain and simple. Plain and simple. AJ Green looked really good. So,
0: Uh, the Chargers did not look good, (laughs) Uh, really by any any stretch. Keenan Allen, you know, heavily peppered with targets, uh, but not a huge day. Tyrod Taylor did not look great. Mike Williams had the big plays, but you know he's a big question mark, and he didn't score. Austin Eckler disappointed. Uh, not as involved as people were hoping he was going to be. Mm -hmm. What are your, what's your takeaway? You know, there's so much talent on this team, but they just don't seem to be utilized. uh, You know, the way that people were hoping for Uh, Tyra Taylor, I was really hoping would be better uh, than Mm -hmm. what he was. Me too. Um, Cause on paper, this is a really talented team, but you know, Eckler wasn't really using the receiving capacity is which. That's what we're used to. That's what makes them so uniquely good. You know what? what are, what's your hope for this Chargers team?
1: It, it's it's tough to jump to conclusions because it's week one. But when you're going up against the Bengals, just, this should be a game where you can prove what your offense is made of. And it's really worrying for that run game, with with Eckler underperforming, Joshua Kelly being involved, getting the touchdown. Uh, and Justin Jackson's still there, so the the run game I'm really not excited about. I mean, you a player like Eckler, you have to start him because his his value is so high. He he has the opportunity to be to break out and have a really good performance, but his shares are getting eaten up, and they're getting eaten up fast. So a little worried about the run game. Um, I just think overall it was a just a, a rusty performance from this team. I think that Keenan Allen can bounce back. Um, he's still worth a, a, a good flex spot for me.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, well, I'm sorry. You say Keenan's a flex?
1: Or, I mean, I would say wide receiver two, if you want me to.
0: There seems to be a pretty big gap between wide receiver, wide receiver two th- and flex.
1: A, I mean, he's good. Uh, he, I like him a lot. <laughs> he's got potential to be, well, uh, to be great. It's Tyrod Taylor is the issue. As long as Tyrod Taylor can... Can step it up. Keenan Allen's values can be a lot higher.
0: Are you just, just telling me what I want to hear? So is that
1: what you want to hear? I thought you were against me. I thought this is what,
0: this is what the people want, Andrew. They don't want you to just—he's a flex. Oh, cool. He's disagree. a wide receiver you too. You want me to make a
1: bold decision? Give I mean, the people I what they want. Him. I think Keenan Allen is going to be great this year, and he's super undervalued. You just said it was a flex.
0: So I, I don't—I don't know what you're telling people.
1: I'll rephrase. I think. Low end wide receiver to rest of the year.
0: Okay. I am on board with you there. <laughs> I don't know what uh, was
1: going through my head, but that's yeah. the bottom line.
0: I dig it. Uh the Cardinals versus the forty ers Brendan, I don't I don't know if you can listen back to last week, but Oh I, mean, I see where <laughs> um, this is going. You know, I think somebody projected the Cardinals to beat the 49ers. Wow, I wonder who that could be. It may have been (sighs) two two thumbs (laughs) looking at this guy. Uh, This is the swag Cardinals. I remember in our season uh, season predictions episode, I was pretty aggressively uh, excited about the Cardinals. Oh, they got the swagger back. <laughs> it looked good. So I wasn't. I'm even on upset. board. I'm on board here. I love.
1: I'm so excited for the Cardinals here. Um, but to be fair, we also didn't see a whole a whole lot of uh, Super Bowl hangover from the uh, from the 49ers. Yeah, very true. So,
0: yeah, this is still a really uh, mean <laughs> 49ers team. Um, yeah, the Cardinals showed up in a big way. Uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins stud. I mean, not much to say there. Yeah, Andrew, break down your analysis of Kenyon Drake's performance.
1: Kenyon Drake, 16 carries, 60 yards, one TD. He's obviously a lead back. He just had a rough game against a tough defense. He got the touchdown, so you should be pretty happy, even though you expect more out of a, a early second rounder draft pick. But I'm not worried about him. I think he looked good enough to not change my, my confidence in him.
0: Yeah, no, solid. I dig it. My man. Uh Chase Edmonds did get a touchdown as well. Yep, so receiving you know, one, yeah. Unfortunately, that's just how it goes sometimes. Kyler Murray looks like a star. Oh, he was great. I will I say love this performance. uh I believe it was 17 targets or some some huge amount of targets for DeAndre Hopkins. Uh this does, yeah, I, I believe, can. mean the end of Christian Kirk. Larry Fitzgerald is an afterthought. It will be the DeAndre Hopkins show moving forward. I
1: can confirm 16 targets, 14 16 targets, for 151 yards. Beautiful, beautiful game from that man. And he didn't yeah. get a touchdown. He was still a top performer.
0: So yeah, he was a stud Um, over the 49ers side of the ball. Uh, Raheem Mostert, great performance. Once again, he showed his speed. Other than <laughs> that, uh, this team is their defense uh, on offense. Jimmy G did not look all that great. No, there's their no receiving options yeah. are in shambles. Um, you know, unfortunately, George Kittle does appear to have a leg injury. I think Jordan Reed would be a really solid oh, streamable Jimmy option. G, yeah, Ky- Kyle Shanahan has a history uh, going back to the Washington team <laughs> where he worked with um, Jordan Reed. So if Reed's healthy on this team, he could show. I'd say eighty percent of George Kittle value. Uh, we've seen That's it with Vernon a Davis. High
1: percentage. That's that a high percentage.
0: Jordan Reed, I think, is supremely talented. So, I think in this system, I think there's some value there. Uh, we can we'll reevaluate.
1: See. Yeah, in the preview episodes, we'll we'll reevaluate.
0: We'll get there. So we'll keep you updated on Kittle's status. Um, but yeah, other than that. Ugh, until Debo Samuel comes back until yeah. Brandon Ayuk is healthy and until we know what he's made of as well yeah we don't know. yeah absolutely don't know. so I think start uh, Mostert uh, Kittle if he's healthy okay, and that's potentially Reed it's, those are pretty light on the fantasy options yeah. uh, next up we have the Buccaneers taking on the Saints uh, New Look Buccaneers started out hot faded very quickly yeah, i was i
1: was scared actually i was I, I watched it with brendan and i remember looking at him going wow this team is terrifying i i wasn't the guy last summer to say all oh, this buccaneers team is gonna make it to the super bowl and i think i may have said it after that first quarter after that first drive i was like this team's good
0: yeah and then i, they, uh, and then oh. I
1: yeah right when i said it i, I cursed them so
0: Here's the good news I do think they will take steps forward. Um, first game weird circumstances they just look like a team that's not in sync yet uh, yeah, if anybody can get it done it. Uh, you know it could be Tom Brady I don't think Tom Brady has lost a lot um you know Chris Godwin did suffer an injury at the end of the game possible concussion Mike Evans struggled <laughs> um, you know and really nothing going on in the ground game. I do think this team will be good. I think they had a really tough week one matchup. Mike Evans, I don't know what to expect. Godwin, I do expect to continue to be a top 10 wide receiver. Evans, I need to see him another week to Mm -hmm. get a better feel for how he's playing. Because he just did not look
1: (laughs) a superstar. If you didn't know, Mike Evans, one reception, two yards, and a TD. Imagine if he didn't have that TD. I mean, even with the TD, you're disappointed. Yeah, he had a goose egg for, I think, three quarters there. That was almost three quarters, but that was a terrible performance. I was wondering where he was on the field. I was like, did I miss an injury or something? Like, Scott Miller's over here. Miller over here is looking like the number two.
0: And I think there's a legitimate case to be made. You know, I think Scotty Miller is somebody I'm trying to add all over the place Mm -hmm. um, because I do think he's going to get that opportunity. Um. Yeah no interesting I do think this Buccaneers team will take a step forward OJ Howard is somebody I think yeah, he can legitimately yeah. roster uh, Like game. I mentioned earlier Gronkowski feel free to drop um, And we'll see how it turns out uh, The mm-hmm. Saints This was a sad one for me uh, Michael Thomas uh, Awful this week He did not play very well And then unfortunately uh, Did get an injury near the end of the game uh, he says he can play through it. Apparently, it is a ankle sprain. Not what you want to hear <laughs> week one. No, from um, your
1: number one pick. Yeah, not good. Yes.
0: Yeah, no, that's he was supposed to be the safe option. Unfortunately, injuries can pop up for anybody. And uh, another thing that I think is uh, concerning, and maybe you saw things differently, it looked like Drew Brees lost something. Uh, throwing the ball it looked like he was missing a little bit of zip he didn't Uh, have his pizzazz (laughs) yes and statistically it's hard to bring attention to pizzazz
1: (laughs) yeah there's not there's no pizzazz meter that has been created yet so it's hard to hard (laughs) to judge not yet Um, we're working on that
0: but if we had that it would look like breeze lost his zip yeah, um, no, still a great quarterback, you know, still a, a maestro on the field. But yeah, that Thomas connection was struggling and he just he just didn't look like to, he had the same zing on it. Uh, and I'm sorry it can't be more official than that. But
1: but, if you know, you know what we I mean by pizzazz.
0: Yeah, it, it was a rough game for Breeze. Uh, Alvin Kamara, two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, this Buccaneers rush defense is elite stopped Latavius Murray and Kamara really yeah. from getting any yardage whatsoever. And as a Kamara owner, I'm very thankful he had those touchdowns. Mm.
1: It it did. Yeah. It did really concern me though. Latavius Murray, 15 carries to Kamara's 12 on the ground. Made me yeah, a little it, nervous there. How involved Murray is.
0: I can see where people would think that looking at the box mm. score, uh, because Kamara, you know, has had the back injury. He did get an epidural uh, earlier this offseason to deal with some back issues. I think that they had this game on lock. You know, I don't think they were playing afraid. I think I, they were trying to limit Kamara's touches. You know, they have a very talented backup, and I think they were, you know,
1: playing utilizing
0: Kamara less, playing smart. I think if it was competitive, they would have Kamara in there more. That's good. I was,
1: I was kind of baiting you into that answer. That was great. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's perfect.
0: Good bait. Our final game we are recapping today is the Dallas Cowboys versus the LA Rams. Andrew, you are our resident cowboy aficionado. Weird saying Fill me in, my friend. It's
1: weird saying that. Um, I always say that I don't like the Cowboys because they're such a like band. That's a lie. You love, but there's I like every player on it. There's not one player that I just like dislike um Dak Prescott decent performance uh don't need to really talk about that too much Ezekiel Elliott had a very very good week 22 carries 96 yards a touchdown also received a ball for a touchdown um great there receiving game little lackluster but it's like what we expected Amari Cooper going up against Jalen Ramsey so he put up decent numbers actually pretty good if you think about it like he was going up against a great corner so 81 yards 10 receptions that's pretty solid um the thing to take out of this is cd lamb he looked really good he outperformed michael gallup he had more receptions he had more yards pretty sure he had more targets as well that's someone really to keep an eye on later uh through this season so that's that's my take
0: yeah no oh. i think that's a solid take um This is a really good team with a lot of really good options. Uh, Unfortunately, Blake Jarwin was lost with a season ending injury. Mm -hmm. Um, That was tough. Yeah, it was tough. He was a uh, fantasy football community breakout, uh, I guess, option Uh, that people were looking into. Nominee. Um, Yeah, not so much anymore, uh, unfortunately, uh, but there are still plenty of receiving options. Uh, Andrew, where do you have Dak ranked rest of season?
1: <laughs> uh, I have him as, after a week one performance, still in top five for me. I dig He's it. Got so many weapons. I want to say number four, but Kyler Murray might take that spot. So Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, those are the top three, not in any order. Murray. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. That's <laughs> just the Vikings. He just played the Vikings.
0: Uh, And over to the Rams side of the ball, uh, we mentioned the running game is a little strange. Uh, You know, it's running back by committee. It is the hot hand, and Malcolm Brown appears to have won that week one. I'm curious to see how that turns out. Uh, When it comes to receiving options, uh, Higby was clearly the TE1 for this team. Uh, Did not have a great output, I will say. Uh, Cooper Cup, disappointed in a major way, just four points. 40 yards receiving icky Um, Robert Woods you know he's never going to be the sexy player but he got it done once again heavily involved Uh, he's not going to I'm gonna say he's not going to win you a week by himself Mm -hmm. but he is certainly never going to contribute to a loss (laughs) yeah I agree Um, that
1: was that was a really good performance by him over 100 yards Uh, he really looked good even like like first drive I was like "Uh uh-oh Robert Woods is going off here. <laughs> got to slow him down. He's, he's doing, he's looking really good. So yeah, great performance for Robert Woods. Um, here's a question for you. Is this what you're going to expect out of the, the Rams receivers? Woods no. Over cup.
0: Nope. I, I think Goff really struggled this game. Uh, I don't think this is what the team is going to look like. I do think Cooper will be more involved. Um, You know, I do think Woods is the uh, wide receiver one for this team. But Cup is still the the touchdown machine. Uh, Unfortunately, like I said, Goff struggled, so it didn't show up. Um, You know, I think it is one A, one B. Woods is the one A. Cup is the one B. So gun to my head. I'll take Woods. Uh, You saw it. You know, you see Mm -hmm. heavy involvement. All this guy does is get yards. Uh, but Cup, if he doesn't score a touchdown, you're disappointed. So, you know, if Cooper Cup would have had a touchdown, 40 yards and a touchdown, that's a pretty solid Cooper Cup day.
1: Yeah, solid. All right.
0: Uh, wow, Andrew, that wraps up our Week One. Uh, man, I enjoyed watching these games. I feel like I need to rest up for a whole nother week uh, until (laughs) at least until Thursday night football, Uh, we can end our podcast with our glads and sads of the week, starting with the sads. So we can end it on a happy note. My first sad player of the week, Joe Mixon 19 rushes for 69 yards and a fumble kudos 69 yards. That's hilarious. However, in fantasy (laughs) football, not what I'm hoping for.
1: You don't get bonus points for that.
0: (laughs) You should, but you don't. Oh, man. Joe Mixon, man, people were expecting the world from you. You got that ginormous contract. Mm -hmm. Is it your fault? Not entirely, uh, but I will hold you accountable. Joe Mixon, week one, you made me sad. There
1: you go. Uh, I'm going to go with another running back. I'm going to go with Cam Akers. Uh, I put a lot of faith in this guy with Daryl Henderson being injured like, this is Akers' opportunity, but Malcolm Brown really stepped up, uh, got most of the carries, although Akers did touch the ball a lot. I'll give him that. He didn't perform that well, uh, and he's a rookie, so it's kind of as expected, but hopefully he can turn things around. I had a lot of faith in him because he had the opportunity to do it, but he just didn't get it done. Nothing was more frustrating than when the Rams were on the goal line and I see number 34 back there and not 23. I was just screaming, give it to Akers, because I know he could do it, but yeah, he just he just let me down.
0: <laughs> uh, sticking with the Rams, I have Cooper Cup, five targets for 40 yards, uh, and he, I think, clearly played second fiddle to Woods in this game. Uh, like we just discussed, you know, I don't expect that to remain the same moving forward. Uh, but week one, Cooper Cup, you made me sad, man. Forty yards is not getting it done. Yeah,
1: there you go. Um, I also had Cooper Cup.
0: So oh, we'll break it down, man. Bring me the in-depth analysis
1: of Cooper Cup because we haven't nope. talked about him yet. <laughs> <laughs> there, I'll let you do your your next one.
0: Okay, okay, you're so generous. Yeah. Uh, my final sad player of the week, uh, and this one this one cut me pretty deep. I was very sad. Mark Ingram. Uh, I think one of our podcast's better picks last year, Yeah, week one of this year, let everybody down. 10 rushes, 29 yards. <laughs> that's That's not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no way to make that sound good. Mm-hmm. He wasn't good with his touches. He didn't get the goal line work. J.K. Dobbins scored two touchdowns. He got the goal line work. He looked like the better running back. Unfortunately, old man Ingram, <laughs> your time might be over being the number one. season,
1: it had one good season.
0: Uh, Mark work. Ingram's been a solid player no, he's been for a solid. long. He's a very. Vi- yeah. If there's a Hall of Fame for solid players,
1: <laughs> for overall Mark Ingram,
0: good. yeah, <laughs> Robert one. Woods and Mark yeah, Ingram, Robert Woods, Mark Ingram, first ballot.
1: My next pick could probably be up there. My next oh, sad. Let's uh, hear it. Quarterback Philip Rivers
0: oh yeah
1: that's a good yeah that's a really good one that's better than i could have Um, expected i i had a lot of faith in him if you listen to the uh, week one preview i said he's a great streaming option and although he got a ton of yards he also threw two interceptions and the colts just just didn't look they it's not that they didn't look great they just lost to the jaguars which makes them look bad um i i Just because I put so much faith in him and he finished as the quarterback like 20 below Kirk Cousins, below Baker Mayfield, I I am very sad about that. So actually, he did not finish below Baker Mayfield, I should mention. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I think that is a solid one. Uh, Let's move into our glad of the week. Uh, I'll start something that made me glad this week was the amount of trust the seahawks put in russell wilson 35 passes for 322 yards four touchdowns for as long as he's been in the league we've all wanted to see what wilson can do if he's given the full keys to the convertible man he he just makes it happen he is if not I'm trying to think of how much praise to give Russell Wilson. Hey, I predict he to be an
1: MVP for this season. So
0: Yeah, and and I think I'm you might you. I think you can be there. Um other than Mahomes, I'm a huge Rodgers fan. Uh, but Russell oh, Wilson wait, really? <laughs> I hide it well. Um, no, I think Wilson has a legitimate case for one of the best quarterbacks to have ever played the game. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks great. He has wonderful receiving options in Lockett and a Metcalf. I'm thrilled to see what he can do, and I'm so glad the Seahawks are letting Wilson manage the game from the start and really see what he can do.
1: All right, I will go with the quarterback as well. Uh, I'm going to go Kyler Murray. Man, what a game that was. Although I picked the Niners to win that, I'm just happy for the Cardinals. They took a step up this season, getting D Hop. Uh, it, Murray to D hop m- might be the best thing this season. That is so fun to watch. There already is a great connection there. Murray gets his rushing touchdown. Like he always promises. Uh, he's really just a, he reminds me of a younger Russell Wilson. Am I like, am I wrong there? Cause that's really what he reminds me of. He's mobile. He can sling it downfield. He's short. I don't know. You see yeah. play baseball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I Just think you think are works. right on the money. Uh, I think, unfortunately, I, I have a hard time watching Murray. Uh, I saw something online. It was the way Kyler Murray runs is like a little brother running away from his mom. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. I can't unsee that. Uh, having two younger brothers <laughs> and seeing that exact run, uh, it's hilarious to me. Uh, but no, I love Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, it was such a fun game to watch. Even yeah, though I got my predictions wrong, I should... Uh, I guess this is a good time as any to talk about that. You did win week one predictions. So, Oh, there you go. Score zero one. I don't care.
0: Whatever. (laughs) But
1: yeah. Oh, of course. Oh yeah. I don't care. Oh yeah. Yeah, Whatever. You definitely do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Kyler Murray, that Arizona offense.
0: I dig it. Uh, my next one is the Jaguar offense. Uh, I was thrilled to see this group of young players come together. Uh, they were dealt a pretty crappy (laughs) hand of cards to start out the season. Uh, They've made it very clear. They are just trying to fire sale everybody, but man, you have this core group of underdogs. You have Gardner Minshew. You have DJ Chark. uh, You have Robinson. You have Chenault. These are guys who, (laughs) you know, uh, Chenault isn't as much of an, as an underdog, but, D.J. Chark, Minshew, you have undrafted free agent Robinson. You know, these are guys who are just, they're scrappy. Uh, And I was thrilled to see this Jaguar offense really take a step forward. I really didn't know what they are going to look like. Minshew, I think, looks like a capable NFL quarterback. That was a huge question I had. Uh, He blew away my expectations against a pretty solid Colts defense. So that's my glad. Um, you know, this was kind of, a—I was on the fence, but now I'm all in. I'm team Jaguar all the way.
1: Nice. All right. I'm gonna go with Jameson Crowder. Like I talked about Show before. Oh my, I really? One play,
0: Andrew. This. One play. It wasn't, okay.
1: Well, let me explain to you. He did have that 69 <laughs> yard touchdown, right? Nice. That was off that one play. He also still had seven receptions, was targeted 13 times, which is very, very good. Uh, We saw last year, too, he was a fringe flex player because he got targeted so often. And as long as Sam Darnold can throw it four or five yards to Crowder, I'm happy because you're not expecting a DeAndre Hopkins performance out of him. But there's a chance that he can get as many points because he keeps getting targeted The next targeted player on that team was Chris Herndon with seven. Then the next wide receiver was Brashad Perryman with five. Chris Herndon, or not Chris Herndon, although he's a good player. Jameson Crowder is the obvious number one choice. And as long as Darnold can throw him the ball, awesome flex option. So I'm happy for him.
0: I think that is a solid, solid pick. I'm not as excited for Crowder. Um, but I certainly see the value he provides. Yeah. I put my finger uh, Love it. <laughs> My last glad player of the week, Henry Ruggs. He's somebody that the Raiders drafted uh, with the hopes and the aspirations of him blossoming into a wide receiver one. And they, I believe, really made an effort to feature him. Uh, you know, similar to what I was saying about Chenault, something that got me really excited one of the things that has made Tyreek Hill so valuable in the past is, you know, the Chiefs recognize this guy is a freak athlete, so they they really manufacture touches for him. Um, that's something that they did with Rugs uh, Week One. Um, you know, he did get injured. He came into the game uh, questionable. That's something there needs to get addressed. You know, could this just be the new star player who always has that questionable tag? Maybe. Uh, We've seen that with Julio Jones before, Uh, but he had five targets, 55 yards, two rushes for 11 yards. Not a sexy stat line. You know, that that doesn't blow you away, Uh, but to me, that signifies the Raiders are really working hard to get him involved. Derek Carr has to throw it to somebody. As much as I love Darren Waller, he's not a burner. He's not a wide receiving threat. He's not somebody who will blow up your defense. Henry Ruggs is. Uh, And I think Gruden really is going to focus them because of the attention defenses have to face uh, with Josh Jacobs. I think that's going to open things up for Ruggs. I'm really excited for Ruggs, and I think he can not only be the top rookie wide receiver this season, I think he can be a really solid wide receiver three. By the end of the season, he might even be a wide receiver two.
1: Nice. All right, my final glad player, is Hunter Henry. We didn't talk about him that much because he didn't score a touchdown, but he did put up five receptions for 73 yards. Yep, that was solid. the top receiver on the Chargers. Um, usually for tight ends, if you get a touchdown, you're happy with them. If you don't get a touchdown, then you're upset because they usually don't put up a lot of yards. Hunter Henry, 73 yards. That's that's great. I'm happy with that. There's a lot of questions around this offense without Philip Rivers. We don't know what to expect. And Hunter Henry being the top guy in receptions and yards makes me really happy for him. As long as he stays healthy, he could be a really top guy for tight ends.
0: He could be a really top guy. <laughs> he, could, he could be a
1: top guy. <laughs> top, uh, yeah, the top performer. Me, He's like a him long time. I like him.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a great point. And once again, that's always been the issue with Hunter Henry. When he's healthy, he is awesome. So certainly hoping that continues. And I think that is a great pick, Andrew. Uh, And that wraps up our week one recap and waiver options. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, We look forward to bringing you fantasy football analysis all season long. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, If we can ask you for a small favor, uh, please leave us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. It makes a huge difference, uh, and gosh darn it, we'd appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much again for listening. That's three times I've thanked you. Please have a wonderful rest of the night. Thank you so much for listening, number four, and we look forward to speaking to you later this week to break down more fantasy football goodness. Until next time, avida zen.